This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Is there a correct way to load the dishwasher? 651-641-1071. And if there is... What is the correct way? This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hello. Um, and you know, a lot of people have been doing these parodies of Masterclass. Um, what is what I'm sorry, I should have known this, but I can't remember. What is what are those masterclasses a part of? Is it is it is it a, it's, it's just own called Masterclass, entity? yep. Um, where they have, you know, masters of certain different crafts doing video classes and you can pay to get a subscription and to take these master classes. Well, a lot of people have been doing parodies of these and uh, a gal by the name of Kathleen Cameron did a parody of her dad teaching a master class on how to load the dishwasher. Oh, God. Which I realized is like, that's a thing I've that people get real animated about. Mm -hmm. And I've noticed this when I've been in situations where maybe I've been on a girls weekend and there's a number of women staying in one place and we all are very passionate about how we load the dishwasher. Things from, do you put the forks and knives and spoons up or down? Mm -hmm. This is very, very crucial. I mean, family, like marriages have been tested because of this. 651-641-1071. Is there a correct way to load the dishwasher? And if so, what is it? Uh, Holly, do we have anybody on the line? Oh, yeah. People got a pin. Oh, I know. I'm telling you, yeah. people get real animated about their dishwashers. Yes, they do. Who's, uh, who do we have first? First, we have Pat. Okay. Hello, Pat. Hi, Pat. Hi, Pat. How do you uh, load the dishwasher? What's the correct way? Well, you make sure that your plates and your bowls are all facing the center of the dishwasher because when the water comes out, it sprays out. So it is hitting the face of the plates and the bowls, and and it's not hitting the back as much. So that way your dishes are getting cleaner. Okay, so you have to make them all face the center. Face the center, yeah. I see, because you're saying that the water is splooshing out from the center out. Right, exactly. Okay. Okay. Yep. Interesting. And, and as far as the utensils, half up, half down. You know, it's not all the forks have to be down or they have to be up. It's half and half. Oh, well, I why like is this. That? I've never heard yep. of half and half. Yep. Why Why would that be? <laughs> I don't know, but that's what, uh, when I bought my dishwasher, that's what he said. Don't make sure that they're half and half. You know, put the fork, one fork up, one spoon down, one knife up. One fork down. Okay. Yep. All right. Well, good I to know. This. Thank you very much. 
I you know what I love about that is that she was that she was so confident see, in the way she described that. When you talk to people about their dishwashing, <laughs> this is what how they sound because everybody is an expert on their dishwasher habits. And so when people speak, what I have found is when people speak of the correct way to load the dishwasher, they speak with like, authority. oh, that's the way you do it. It is the one and There's only no, way. Like, that's how I do it. Right. It There's, is. This is the way you're supposed to do X, Y, Z. Right. Now, here's can I just before we get to our next caller, can I just tell you my my method? Put dishes in the dishwasher. Oh. If they're inside, they'll get clean. Oh, no, we don't do that at our house. Okay. So do you see why when you come from my perspective of like if the thing is in the thing, it will get washed by virtue of the fact that everything in there is just wet and washy? Yeah, but see. Mm. I don't understand the other that's, perspective. Yeah, that's why I don't do dishes in my or I don't put the dishes in the dishwasher well, in my home. Because you do it wrong. Because I do it wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, even though somehow made it to you know my 30s before I figured that out but <laughs> but regardless yeah no um there's a right way and a wrong way and i do it the wrong way who else is on the line <laughs> we have anna hello anna anna what is the right way to do your dishwasher well my husband just throws it all in willy-nilly That's, mm. i like I to do. organize plate 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 and he said don't have it too close together because then the water can get in between and again by virtue of it's in the dishwasher they're going to get clean. And then he, I, I put the plastic stuff on top, obviously. Right. You don't want it melting. And he said, well, then the water from below. And I said, there's an arm that's spinning on the top rack. And then I put my silverware, forks all together, knives down all together, spoons all together. Because um, that way, when it's, when it's done, you just grab a bunch and then put it in the proper drawer. It's all about organization and being, you know, expediting the process. Mm. I like Anna, that. Thank you very Thanks, much. Anna. You know, what's interesting is here's what I would ask all of, and I bet to a person, every single person who called in with a different strategy that they believe is correct, correct strategy, mm-hmm. that they all have clean dishes that right. they pull out of the dishwasher, which indicates to me there is no right way to do it. See, okay, so thank you for saying that because that is, I, that is my. Because if they were dirty belief. when they came out, you wouldn't do it that way. Right. Like the the way to clean dishes is to put the if they're not in the dishwasher they're not gonna get clean and also when you're I'm sorry I'll just say it when you're a parent of a teen and two preteens dishes getting in the dishwasher at all is its own miracle so they, I'm not tied to how it happens do they empty. No, no, they barely put stuff in. They just leave it in the sink. Yeah, I mean, we have a routine with our, you know, dishwasher, right? So my husband is usually the one who empties it in the morning. Um, who else do we have on the phone, Holly, to tell us how to do this the right way? We have Mary. Hello, Mary. Hi, Mary. Mary. What is the right way to load your dishwasher? Well, I used to, you know, scrape off my plates and they almost look clean. And I got barked at saying, don't even do that. And I said, you know what? And I'm with Bradley. Fine. Do it yourself. There you go. <laughs> like, have at it. Yep. Same thing goes with laundry and making mm-hmm. the bed. If I'm doing it wrong, mm-hmm. have yep. at it. And I, Colleen, mm. here's a little gotcha for you what? when it comes to kids and dishwasher. I made a deal with my then teenage son. I'll do dirty, but you have to do clean. Oh. 
I so like that. They would empty the dishwasher after it was clean because they hated the dirty dishes, mm. and that worked out marvelous. I mean, oh, absolutely marvelously for years. That is good to know. I love that. Thank you very much. I like that. You can always empty the dishwasher correctly. That's one thing I do know for sure, right? As long as you know where yeah. everything goes, emptying the dishwasher, it's easy to do correctly. I, I, I am allowed to empty the dishwasher. Oh, my gosh. Because there's not a wrong way to do that. That makes me laugh. But I guarantee... I'm still doing it wrong. You know, I feel like I won the lottery in this in that my husband, neither my husband nor I are married to the way that we load the dishwasher. Yeah. Because we're both of the opinion, like the dish is going to get cleaned. And if when we're taking them out, they're not. Guess what? They're going for another bath. Yeah. No, I I actually don't mind because I I actually appreciate not having to load the dishwasher ever. And guess what? I make all the food, and so I don't have to wash the dishes. Mm -hmm. That's that's somebody else's deal. So I'm fine, and I I don't mind putting them away because it it is kind of a routine thing in the morning to just do that and feel like you've done something. Can I just arm people who um, are concerned about their dishwasher loading methods? With the knowledge that we just talked to a bunch of different people who all had different methods yeah. and all of them have clean dishes. So however yeah. you're doing it, it's is fine. fine. You're fine. As long as, as Everything's the dishes fine. come out clean, you're doing it yeah. just fine. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we're going to talk to our friend Paul McGuire Grimes from Paul's Trip to the Movies to see what we should be watching this weekend on My Talk 1071. On Fridays, we like to check in with our friend Paul McGuire Grimes from Paul's Trip to the Movies to see what we should be putting our eyeballs on. We're going to do that right now on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hello. And our friend Paul McGuire Grimes. Hello, Hi, Paul. Hello. How are you guys? Well, we're glad to hear from you today. It's been we haven't we haven't gotten to talk to you for the yeah, past it's couple been a while. weeks. Yeah, I've been thinking about all three of you the well, past few weeks. Thank you so much, and and I'm very excited about the uh, the the list of programs that you brought for us this weekend that we can watch on demand in our homes. Yeah, so the one thing I kind of want to preface with this is, you know, as we kind of think about moving forward, how can we start to make a difference? How can we, you know, have change in our lives? And I think one of the ways that we can do that is to educate ourselves about other people's cultures and stories. And we can do that through the mediums of film and TV to, you know, hear people that maybe we don't have, we don't come into contact with our history or documentaries that we wouldn't normally see. Oh, absolutely. Today's movies have brought three different types of movies that can kind of get us leading in that direction. Okay, so what is the first one? So the first one is a movie called Just Mercy that came out at the end of last year, and it's now available for free for the month of June through all of your video on-demand platforms, and it's based on a true story of Brian Stevenson. He's played by Michael B. George, who is this Harvard Law grad. It's uh, the late 1980s, who then goes to Alabama to provide legal services for death row inmates to kind of get people thinking about their cases in a new way. So he takes on the case of Walter McMillan, Jamie Foxx's character, who's been wrongfully sentenced for the murder of an eight-year-old woman. Okay, so I don't remember. Did we talk about this movie when it first came out? We did. It was one of those that kind of came by for awards consideration, but then didn't get a big, like, 
theatrical release, and I think it was just, I think the season was maybe too busy. Jamie Foxx did get a SAG nomination for his performance, and I think people just kind of miss it along the way. Um, like I said, Michael B. Jordan, Jamie Foxx, Brie Larson is also in it, and it's based on a true story. Brian Stevenson is this known um, you know, lawyer attorney that is trying to right some wrongs and, you know, you know, take on these heavy cases. And it reminded me a lot of those true crime podcasts I think so many of us listen to mm. that have people researching these cases of inmates that have been wrongfully accused. Okay, so that's actually one of the things I love about a movie like this that illuminates for you a real-life event that took, that took place mm-hmm. that then drives people to do... You know, I think we all have that impulse to say, oh, this was based on a true event. I want to see what that true event was really like. And then you start to go down that sort of road of investigating that further. So it kind of has like a two prong um, way of serving you. It is, and it's you know, it's it very much takes on like it's a it's a courtroom drama. That's kind of the angle that it's it's not the deep investigation like a podcast, but it it plays out like a courtroom drama. It mm-hmm. is a David and Goliath story because the the Brian Stevenson character he is young, he's very innocent, trying to go up against the state of Alabama, essentially trying to get people's minds changed, and it takes place in the same city that Harper Lee wrote *Kill a Mockingbird*. So a lot of people really think of him as this kind of modern day. Like a Finch character. So the story itself is compelling, and same with the characters. I think you really fall for the performances. Jamie Foxx is really great as as the inmate. Um, it's a very different side of Jamie Foxx. It's not. It's a quiet. It's not the charming, loud mouth that I think we think of Jamie Foxx. So it's great to see him do something different. And Michael B. Jordan always a really strong, commanding actor. Oh yeah. Where do we stream Just Mercy? Oh yeah. So um, it's available for free to rent on any sort of on-demand platform. So, like, I went to iTunes, and you can watch it on iTunes right now for free. Or if you have accidentally on-demand, it should be free there. You know, much like you guys were talking about with Selma, I think filmmakers and studios are really trying to get these important shows out yeah. there and make sure that people can see them in case money is of an issue. We did get an email from Lona who said, Just Mercy is excellent. My husband rated it nine. Oh, I'm guessing oh, out of wow. ten. So That's there you so go. Great. So thank you They're for that. Awesome. Uh, all right, next, yeah. what's a, what's another movie we can watch at home? Okay, this so weekend? I want to go down the documentary route, and this is thirteenth. This is um, from Ava DuVernay, who made Selma, and this also actually features Brian Stevenson. What she's doing, Ava, is looking at the Thirteenth Amendment, which abolished slavery. But then there's this clause in there that says, "Except as a punishment for a crime." No, so it's essentially this clause that's embedded in the amendment that then allows us to imprison, mm. you know, criminals or black people essentially as criminals. So she goes through this decade by decade, present by present, to see how we've been, you know, sending people to jail that were innocent or for really small charges, mm-hmm. just as you know, as horrible as it is. People, I, I so eye opening. What I was going to say, and, and I have yet to see this, which I can't believe because I've, you know, uh, read a little bit about it and heard so much about it. And um, I just had a friend text me last night and say, you need to watch this immediately because, you know, the issue of criminal justice reform and prison reform, um, you know, it's something so inherently connected all the way back to, you know, um, the Civil War and the deep, deep, you know, troubled roots of our history. So, like, yeah. I think it's helpful in this moment sometimes to connect those dots oh. for, for people who maybe aren't willing or haven't been willing to, to do that before. Exactly. And it shows this movie is such a great history lesson that is really accessible and it allows you to connect the dots and show you why history matters and learning where we came from 
and where we are now. I mean, to think that this movie came out in 2016, it's streaming on Netflix and is available on YouTube for free. So if you just go to YouTube right now, type in 13th, and you can watch the whole documentary. And then you're like, oh my gosh, did they just make this yesterday because of how the documentary ends? Just plays into everything that we're talking about right now. And she does a really good job of hearing so many different perspectives and voices throughout this. People like Van Jones, Angela Davis, that are really sick of it. And then you've got some opposing viewpoints, let's say, from people like Newt Gingrich. And you learn about Alec. Um, so it's, it's a fascinating, fascinating. And it makes you angry. I mean, it makes you angry and emotional. And it wants you, it kind of pushes you to be that activist, to really think about what is going on. Okay, so we have 45 seconds left, and I want to make sure we at least recommend the last one that you have listed. Yeah. So so now I'm going to go fictional and talk about The High Note, which is a brand, brand new movie. came out last week. It's available for on-demand rental for $19.99. It stars Tracy Ellis Ross as a uh, Grammy winner, kind of much like her mom, Diana Ross, and her assistant, played by Dakota Johnson, is kind of thinking she's got some ideas of how to kind of revive her career because she wants to be a music producer herself. So she takes on another young client as well, played by Calvin Harrison Jr. So if you're looking for just like a feel-good movie, something inspirational that's got really great music, The High Note is a really, really terrific watch. Awesome. Awesome. And where can we watch that one? That's available on demand rental, $19.99. Just get that Xfinity or iTunes rental. Easy peasy. Thank you so much, Paul McGuire Grimes. You can see uh, all of Paul McGuire Grimes' recommendations uh, on his website at Paul's Trip to the Movies or his Instagram, his Twitter. Follow him all the places. We like to follow him around, too. When we come back on The Colleen and Bradley Show, we've got dumb people doing dumb things. We call them crazy, stupid idiots after this. Thank you for that, Holly. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainor. And uh, we have some dumb people doing dumb things to tell you about. We have a name for them. We call them crazy, stupid idiots. Well, then, I guess one could say that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of Florida. Florida. And sometimes some other places. (laughs) I love it when we think we're a choir. Um, can we go to Florida? Yeah. Good. I want to tell you about 47-year-old Tanya. Mm-hmm. Tanya Cordero. She was arrested Monday following a confrontation with her boyfriend. Ooh. But, you know, that is not unusual. And sadly, not the first time we've heard of couples arguing and getting into arguments and fight things. Right? Fight things. Mm. Correct. Now... She and her boyfriend, uh, her boyfriend is unnamed. He is 39. They have four children. What she calls him. He has no name. I mean, in this story. Oh, okay. But they do have four children in common. Mm hmm. You just say they have four children together? Well, no. You went, well, yeah, you could say it that way. They might, there might be more children that aren't both of theirs. Sure. Right. 
Yeah, but I mean together in common. Anyway, that was just a weird turn of phrase. Um, so, um, although they're, they're, that's interesting. Hmm. The grandmother has custody of the children, so I don't know why that's relevant. Anyway, these two are together and they're fighting. Okay. And that's what brings us to crazy, stupid idiots. An argument is not unusual. It is how the argument played out that is unusual and therefore ended up earning them crazy, stupid idiot status. Mm-hmm. So, you know, normally in situations like these, you might find it common to read something like, they were throwing fists at each other, or they were throwing bacon. Maybe. Well, I'm glad you said food because one of the things they threw was an actual food item, and that's what earns them crazy, stupid, idiot status. Now, would you like to take a guess in this moment as to what kind of food item hmm. was being tossed about? Tossed at the boyfriend by Ms. Cordero. Hot pancakes. Ooh, hot pancakes. What made you say pancakes? I don't know. I was just hungry for breakfast. Oh, I would like some pancakes. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Not hot pancakes. Was it no. lettuce? No, it was not mm. let us entertain you. It was something I haven't had, oh, at least for a month. And I probably oh. had one. I can tell you, honestly, I've had one of these food items. Burritos. No, I have not had a burrito. I'm sorry about that. No, that's really unfortunate. Yeah. I hope you fix that cool. soon. What were they throwing? A hamburger. Oh, rude. Tanya Cordero. That is a waste of a hamburger. Sm- I know. Smashed mm-hmm. a hamburger in her boyfriend's face. Now, when questioned by police, she denied doing so, but her boyfriend still had hamburger oh, no. in his ear. Oh, now, he went on to say, um, oh, no, they did, because they saw the hamburger in the ear, at which point she said um, she hoped he choked on his burger. Oh, my gosh. It's kind of hard to choke on it in your ear, but... It's hard to hear, too. I, can, I know, like, excuse me, I have a... <laughs> Sorry, Is that you... hamburger in your ear? Excuse me, I can't hear you. I have hamburger in my ear. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh. Anyway, she was arrested on a battery charge, uh, later released on her own recognizance, and has can't been, be released on somebody else's. Have uh, have uh, have uh, mm, no contact with her boyfriend. So did he ever get that hamburger? Live in the same mobile home. Did he ever get that hamburger removed from his ear? I don't know. They asked him, but we couldn't uh, figure out what he said. He couldn't be reached. He for couldn't comments. figure it out. <laughs> I see what you did there. Um, All right. For our next story, we're going to go to Massachusetts. Thank you for pronouncing it correctly. You're welcome. We're going to meet 34-year-old Billy Smith. Hi, Bill. Now, before I get to the whole story, Bradley, I do have to ask you a question. You... You drink, you buy almond milk from time to time, right? Um, yeah, I haven't lately because it's just a, something I, it's a luxury Did item. Did it taste like pee? Is that why? Ew, what? Well, because that's what 34-year-old Billy Smith was doing in the almond milk. He was peeing in the almond in milk? In a Massachusetts grocery store. Why? Someone saw him taking containers of almond milk off the shelves, opening them up and peeing in them. And then he'd put them back on the shelves and he left. 
A security guard was able to get his license plate number, and the cops arrested him the next day on charges of attempted disorder poisoning, disorderly conduct, and vandalizing property. Um, he did not give a reason as to why he was piddling in the almond milk at the stop and shop. But I have a question for you. Yeah. Because I really want you to sit and think <laughs> and all the way through this. Yes. In the almond milk? Okay. Like, who who thinks they can pee in the almond milks stealthily in a grocery store? Right? Because you got to take something out. Well, this was a stop and shop. So that's like a gas station grocery store, right? But still, like, or, that's even more. Oh, no. It looks like an actual grocery store. Okay, take that back. Because there's people there, right? Like, you're never, like, I, when I've gone grocery shopping, I'm never alone in an aisle. Like, I couldn't take any. Now, I know I don't have one of those things to take out, but, like, it seems to me that'd be pretty obvious. And he was able to pee in more than one. Wait, did you explain? How did they know he peed in it? Somebody saw him do it. Hey, the worker said, I think he peed in some milk. Mm Mm-hmm. When I asked the worker to explain further, he stated the effect had... Okay, yep, and it was still warm from the torch. Ew! Yeah. Ew! It's so He was holding items near his groin area in a hidden manner. I mean, again, I feel like it's so obvious. Milk, milk, lemonade. Stop. Around the corner. Stop! (laughs) Anyway, check your almond milk. Ew, I'm never buying almond milk again. You can well, make I mean, your it own. Really could happen in, really it really could happen in any a, beverage. You need a nut uh-huh. bag. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that's what got him into that mess. <laughs> kind of appropriate. Uh-huh. Okay. At least it was pee. Um, moving on. By the way, if you are going to make your own almond milk, do not, you got to use raw almonds oh god don't you i'm just <laughs> Did you, saying, have you tried using no roasted almonds? no that was just me letting people <laughs> oh. know if they're at home and they're like whoa i could try to make that almond milk we have some of those nice blue diamond almonds don't mm. do that the smokehouse do one don't do that <laughs> <laughs> why do i feel like my boyfriend would try to do that yeah hey i made some almond milk oh gross smells like mm-hmm hot Stop. <laughs> Oops. Uh, okay, so I really just want to tell you about the mayor who said his city is perceived as the beehole of the world, but I'm not going to do that. Okay, that's just so... Mm-mm. More on that later. Um, I do want to tell on. you... <laughs> I do want to tell you about Mark Allen Johnson, though, because finally, finally, this, the just terror of this individual has come to an end. This guy, um, his name is Mark Allen Johnson, as I said, has just been sentenced to five years behind bars. Why? Why? Thank you for asking. You're welcome. Because he just had his 15th arrest for something. His 15th arrest for the same thing? Yep. Piddling in the almond milk? No. Mm. He had an owie. What? O-W-I. He got arrested for having an owie? O-W-I. Oh, operating while intoxicated. Yes! Oh. 15 times. Okay, now so who's I, the crazy stupid idiot you. here? I, that's my thing. Is like at the point at which somebody has been arrested, I would say more than thrice. I would actually say thrice should be the threshold. Can I, can I just... I, I want you to play a home game. Fun. Tell me what state... 
you think this took place in, and it's not Florida. Mm. Okay. Pennsylvania. No. Think real hard, but not too hard. Minnesota? Nope. Wisconsin. Yes. Ding, ding, ding. Mm. Now I know people are going to be like, that's not nice. But I mean, that just, that like, who lets that happen 15 times? Who does that? 15 times? That's crazy town. 15 times. No. 15 times. 15. 15 times. <laughs> I don't How have many? any. 15. One five. Okay. Is that, are we Cinque- done? What's Spanish for 15? No, no, I didn't take Spanish. Cinquen? No, that's 50. Cinque- it's cinquenta. That's 50, not 15. Yes, Cinco. Are... Um, anyway, a Barron County <laughs> judge put him behind bars for five years and ordered him get this a lifetime revocation of his driver's license. Thank you. That could have happened like I don't know, the second, third, or fourteenth time. Fifteen times. One five. Quince. Quince. Oh, muchas gracias. My Spanish is el bado. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show. It's time to play a game. And we play a game every day at 245. Bradley, what's the name of that game? Uh, the Throwback Line. Correct. We're going to do that after this on My Stock. My Talk. My Stock. Oh, that's a new series I want to watch on <laughs> We. <laughs> My Talk 1071. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.